To whom shall we go? Friday night, when all the students were gathering for Fugitive, one of the Welcome Week events, I was upstairs, and uh, this young man came by, and he said, uh, Hey, Father, uh, I'm not Catholic. And I was like, it's okay. The alarm didn't go off when you came in. He said, I'm not Catholic, uh, but my roommate is, and I think I actually want to come with him to church. And it's beautiful to hear because this new year, it's a new beginning, whether it's our first year or whatever year. It's a new chapter that it doesn't matter what happened this summer. Maybe, maybe this summer was, was not great. Whatever happened, that this day is a new day when we can make a response. And so I, I looked at that dude and I was like, bro, you're always welcome, man. In our first reading today from Joshua, Joshua gathers all the Israelites together. And so they've, they've just entered the promised land in Cana. It's, it's the new chapter. It's, it's where God has called them. And he knows that there's a lot of other competing voices. You know, there's the, the God of Israel who led them through the desert. But the land they're entering has a lot of other gods, a lot of other voices that are there. And so he asks the people, make a decision. And he says for himself, he says, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And what's beautiful is that he doesn't force it upon the people, but he invites them to make their own decision. College is a land of opportunity. I don't know if you stopped by the club fair on Friday afternoon on the Pedway. And on, on one hand, as, as I walked down, it was, it was so cool to see, well, first of all, it's great to meet in person and see everybody, right? But there was all these clubs, um, you know, the Ultimate Frisbee Club, and I'm like, can I join? Uh, and then there was this guy, it's the Kendama Club, and Kendama is the little stick with the ball, and the guy like flips it, and, and uh, he was like the coolest dude ever, and he like gave me this exhibition, I was like, dude, I want to hang out with you. Like, so there's all these opportunities. But on the other hand, I know some students I was talking to, it was a little overwhelming. I mean, just maybe being around so many people, but like there's like 300 clubs. It's like, I don't, I, I don't know what to get involved in. There's just, there's just so much that, that we can actually just kind of freeze. What do I do? And, and, and that's why the decision today from put before the Israelites is so important, that if we, if we don't know what we're about, we can be pulled by any strong force around us. That if we don't stand for something, we'll, we'll fall for anything. And so the question is, what, what is important to me? Who, who am I? What am I going to be about? What, what is my life going to be centered on? And, and all of our lives are centered on something. You know, it doesn't have to be a a false god of the Amorites. I mean, you don't, that would be obvious. But instead, in life, it's not about, if you want to know what we worship, you can kind of look at what do I spend my time and attention on? Where, where, where's the majority of my mental energy and time in the day? Like, what, it, what is my heart directed towards? And, and if it's something other than God, it's not going to be as renewing. But if, if God is the center, then I actually can enjoy all those things 
in him. Does that make sense? That, that in God, we actually can enjoy life better. Life to the full. And so Jesus offers his disciples a decision as well. That's why these readings are put together. And if, if you remember, over the last few weeks, we've been hearing about the Eucharist. In John chapter 6, that Jesus is saying, you know, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats my flesh will have eternal life. Whoever drinks my blood will have eternal life. And, and to a Jewish person, they're like, wait, wait, wait. We don't do anything with blood. Blood is a life. God gives life. We don't touch blood. And so they're kind of put off by that. But even, even us, eat flesh, drink blood, it's just very off-putting. And so we hear today that as a result of this, many of his disciples return to their former way of life. Like, Jesus, what you're asking, what you're saying is, it sounds a little crazy, and I'm not convinced. And so they walk away. What does Jesus do? Does he chase after them? Does he condemn them? Like, if you don't go to church, if you don't do this, then no. Because you can only be with God if I want to. I can only have a relationship with God if I want, as much as my parents want me to have a relationship with God, it doesn't matter if we don't. And so Jesus, what does he do? He doesn't, you know, chase after them, ridicule them. He turns to his other disciples and he goes, okay, do you also want to leave? Like, like they get it. Like this is a big deal. What I'm saying is strong, but what I'm saying is true. And if, and if you're not in, it's not going to work. So do you also want to leave? So Jesus always gives us that freedom. And Peter replies, his beautiful words, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. One of the reasons I love being a college chaplain is because nobody has to be here. I mean, well, maybe your parents are here today, so... Um, <laughs> but next week they won't be. And I, I've had parents say to me, Father, you're going you're gonna to let me know you're going to whatever. And I remember this one mom said that to me, and I look right back, I was like, no. <laughs> She's like, what? Nobody tells me. Anyways, but I was like, I'm not going to give an attendance report. And, and what that does is it changes things. So that when people come here, people, people want to come here because there's an atmosphere. What's the atmosphere? It's people are here because they want to be here. People who are open, responsive, desiring more peace and joy and love in their lives. And, and so maybe we choose not to come and God says that's okay. But the door is open now and the door is going to stay open. That you have freedom, and no matter what we do, no matter how far or how close we are to God, his love is the same. And I want, you, I want you to know that. That maybe we walk out this door, and it's a while before we come back. It's okay. You're always welcome here. And so I love Peter's answer. He says, we've come to believe and are convinced. Maybe, maybe we sit here today and we're saying, Father Matt, I'm not so convinced. I mean, my parents seem to be pretty convinced. I mean, they grabbed my arm pretty hard today, you know, but like, but, but I'm not convinced. And so if we think about it, if Jesus is not God, if Jesus isn't alive today, 
then none of this matters. You might as well just go pick any of the 300 clubs and just have fun. But if Jesus is God, then there's nothing more important than what we're doing right now. That being here and being reminded that I'm not alone. And as I look out at that jungle of life and college and all the options, that I don't have to be overwhelmed because he's with me. That he's the one who's brought me to this day. And he's the one that's going to be with me tomorrow and the next day. Until I'm with him in that eternal life that he promises. And so here's my invitation for you. It's the Father Matt challenge for the first weekend of school. Is to, I invite you to come to Mass for the next four weekends. And then we'll figure out the rest of our lives. Okay? You don't have to do that. It's just an invitation. But I invite you to do that. That as you step into this unknown and all these things and all these different voices, all these different ideas, and we love ideas as Catholics. We explore, we question, we examine, we ask hard questions. But what do we stick with? We stick with the truth. That the truth is what sustains us. The truth is not a thing, it's, it's a person who doesn't leave me alone to navigate the stormy waters of life alone, but who chooses out of love to lay down his life, like St. Paul says today, that he handed himself over for us. Why? Because he cherishes us. And that even when I don't like myself or life, or I feel broken, that God loves me, all of me, completely. And what does he want from me? Nothing but goodness and love and peace. And so the one who comes to serve and not be served invites us to make our own response this day and to walk every day with him who loves and serves us.